Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, uh, the Warrens obviously they go to England and everything, yeah. and um, yeah, yeah, cause that's that's kind of like you know you've been there, haven't you, mate? Mate, <laughs> all I'm gonna say is yeah, it was it was it was it's actually after a date, and yeah. I had to give the person a lift home. <laughs> they lived in Enfield. In that area. And they lived on Green oh. Street. And I'd, 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 I'd watched... Wait, 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 let's just rewind a bit. This is the actual street the actual that they show street. in uh, the Conjuring Part 2. So this is for uh, the people who are listening worldwide. Devour has... Like, you know, he's been there. It's like, oh, go, go, go on, you do it. I go went there and I was like, I was putting it in the sat nav. And, I- and uh, we are back on the airways, we folks. This is, live. we are live. And uh, this is episode 255, Deval. Ooh, 255, because we're, uh, 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 staying alive, staying alive. <laughs> uh, uh, I love it. Unlike some people in uh, the horror films we're going to talk about. <laughs> Who aren't staying alive. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so listen, we've got a kind of a bit of a horror bumper episode. So we're going to be speaking about The Nun Part 2. That's been on the radar for a while. Uh, uh. And then, well, there's another movie called Cobweb, which is kind of, mm. you know, related. So there's that. And then Deval is going to be speaking about a hidden gem, which is not in the English language. So stick around for that uh, one. That is going to be really interesting. No. International. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know how we roll on the fixes. We uh, love bringing you, you know, hidden gems, international flavors. I mean, look at us. I mean, we've got, you know, brown and black. Exactly. I mean, come on, come exactly. on man. Yeah. Every corner of the globe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so listen, look, we're going to get onto the show. Uh, before we get into the main stuff, Deval, do the, do the, yeah, the shout-outs. Got a couple mm. of shout-outs this week. Uh, so what the first shout-out goes to Sandra. Yes. Sandra Azoka. If I'm saying your name correctly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Sandra, do you know what? Sandra is a new Flickster. When I say new, relatively new. You yeah. know, a few weeks or months uh, yeah. ago, she discovered us. And do you know what? Thank you for coming onto the Flicksters, yep. you know, into the Flicksters world. Do you know what? I love the way you interact with us. Mm. You really like, you know, you, you talk about stuff that you like. So far, he's talking about Star Wars, yep. Ahsoka, the character development. We're talking about Ahsoka, Sabine, and it feels like you know sometimes you know what you get on the animation, what's on, and then what you get on the live action sometimes is different. Yeah. But you're explaining things to me that I didn't really think of before. You know, you're explaining to me the the journey of these characters sometimes why did this 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 happens yeah and it's good that you know we have flicksters like yourself different perspectives just, i love that different perspectives not everything we say isn't isn't you know isn't fact mm. it's our opinion and we love to have different opinions so yeah mm. keep talking to us we're going to get you on the show soon you Definitely. cannot avoid us cannot avoid us sandra and listen and another also she's not only with the kind of uh Ashoka and like you know star wars and stuff but big horror fan as well mm. and um you know, we met up, we were chatting earlier on today and we were talking about kind of, of kind of the Conjuring universe. So a big fan oh. of all that sort of stuff. So Sandra, oh. if you listen to this episode, stick with us. We're going to be bringing you our take on The Nun. Uh, yep. But yeah, Deval, so who else? Who else we shouting out? Oh, Ciel Noir 3. Go check out her page mm, on mm, Instagram. Mm. You saw her. She was on the show a few weeks or months ago. Uh, very big flick star, loves movies and all, all about it. 
And like I said to you, go and check out her page on Instagram. I guarantee you, when you come off that page, you will feel better mm. than before you went. 100%. Lovely person. Yeah, great and person. Yeah, just a ray of sunshine. So we'll, we'll, you know what, she'll come on the show again at some point. Oh, 100%. I don't know what film we'll do or what show we'll do, but she'll come on again yeah. and we'll have some fun. I can't remember. Did CL, did CL say whether or not she liked horror movies? I can't remember. You know remember. what? I can't remember. Mm. Somebody, you know what? I'm just thinking someone like her, just the ray of sunshine she is, I doubt she'd want to yeah. have any horror. Any gory <laughs> bits. Yeah. But if she did, she'd probably turn that horror into a comedy. <laughs> she'll, 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 somehow me. the film will just change <laughs> and go from being horror to just all nice you know yeah, yeah exactly um <laughs> all right well listen look folks those are your shout outs let's get on oh, to man. the main show we've got some movie yeah. news some new stuff kind of coming through so alien we haven't really spoken about alien in a while and obviously it's this classic sci-fi movie from the yeah. 80s we know ridley scott we know james cameron uh we've known about obviously you know the reboots the remakes and all that sort of stuff going on um, but yeah, tell us about this, Deval. So this is Alien Romulus. Mm. And where does this fit in with the whole Alien franchise? Good question. Where does it fit in? Uh, it does and it doesn't. Mm. This, this Alien movie is said to be something a bit separate, a bit of a standalone compared to the other Alien movies, Prometheus and all the rest of it. Yeah. A bit, so almost think of it a little bit like how we had uh, Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Good point. Bit of a, yeah, a bit of a more, you know, moderate, uh, chilled out budget, smaller mm. budget, basically. Uh, lesser known uh, character, sorry, lesser known actors, but really good in their own respects. Yeah. Uh, a director who has a good pedigree. Uh, his name is uh, Fede Alvarez. Mm. Uh, and uh, he's from uh, Uruguay, I yeah. believe. Uruguay. Monteviedo. Yeah. And we've uh, seen Fede Alvarez. We've seen something of his before, haven't we? Yes. Don't Breathe, uh, Evil Dead 2013, he did. Yeah. He did Don't Breathe 1 and Don't Breathe 2. Uh, so he knows his horror. He knows his way around yeah. frights. Uh, but this one, this is going to have a, you know, a bit of a fresh uh, cast, or all, you know, all quite young and mm. all quite maybe relatively unknown, but yeah. you know, good in their own right, like I said. But yeah, this one's going to be released in August 2024. I believe principal photography has wrapped okay so now they're gonna maybe do some reshoots perhaps or they're gonna do the you know special effects and all the stuff that comes mm. afterwards and uh yeah by the latest i believe it might come out earlier but by the latest august 2024 wow we'll see it on screens yeah yeah and what about ridley scott he's not behind this then or he's producing it all whatever involved he's involved, he's involved he's got his yeah yeah he's got his as a producer but he's not going to be behind the camera but mm. obviously he'll i'm sure have his influence and his poor prints <laughs> in the film yeah <laughs> okay talking about poor prints actually that mo that moves us nicely onto this next piece of news pet cemetery now remember deval mm. when they came up with this with, it was a reboot uh remake or whatever uh they want to kind of you know kickstart that whole franchise again so we had pet cemetery yeah. in 2019 which was really decent yeah. and um i don't think it did uh well i mean Commercially, I think it did really, really well because obviously it made money for Paramount. Yeah. Uh, critically, I'm not too sure. But check this out. It doesn't really matter because if it makes money, then obviously, you know, movie houses, they're going to kind of uh, get on top of it. So there's going to be a prequel, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. And check this out. It's coming out in October the 6th on Paramount Plus. So just basically around the corner. Give oh, it about another, le you know, less, less than a month. So we'll watch that, Deval, you and I. But also... They've given it a rating of R, 
Now, Deval, remind mm. everyone again, when you get R-rated, what does that mm. usually mean? Because you know what? To get an R-rated nowadays, it's got to be pretty full on, right? Yeah, it means it's good, you know, blood and guts and, you know, horror. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rated R. I think in the, in the UK, that translates to age 15, I oh, think. Oh, is it 15 now? Oh, gosh. I think rated R is 15. Yeah, because then you get, it's an 18 if it's severe like, you know, mm. gore and stuff like that. But also if there's any sort of sexual violence and yeah. stuff like that, then it automatically goes to an 18 usually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one, it should be decent. It should be decent. So be lighthearted. Yeah, exactly. So Bloodlines is a direct prequel to the film uh, to obviously Pet Cemetery 10, the story of a young Judd Crandall. So the Creed's uh, friendly neighbor. So remember the next door neighbor? No, I, I was on a lie and say, yeah, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, so, <laughs> don't. so it's when he, the neighbour, when he first discovers the Pet cemetery. So this is going to be when he's... When the original he, you're talking about, or the 2019? The 2019. 2019. So this is a okay. prequel, this is going to be a prequel to that one. To that one, okay. Uh, yeah, so the guy who kind of... Um, oh, yes, I do actually, I think I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I it's do about, remember. So yeah. it's, it's his story about when he first mm. encounters the Pet cemetery. So Im I can only imagine there's going to be all weird okay. shit going on, man. Yeah. Um, okay. So it stars Jackson White, Henry Thomas, Pam Greer, and David Duchovny. Mm, Mulder. Okay. Mulder's in it. Mulder. Yeah, ah. so which I thought was quite interesting. So we'll look, look, give it about a month's time and we will be on to that and we'll let you know how that kind of turns out. Now, I want to speak about this, Ava DuVernay. Mm. Now, Deval, Ava DuVernay obviously has made some powerful movies. Um, yeah. You know, she's made documentaries and, you know, she's kind of, she was, remember, remember for a time where we were going to get to see uh, gods, was it gods? Um, no, New World or New Gods or something for, uh, for the New Gods, DC, DC, like, uh, right? Outside and the Furies and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So she was going to be part of that whole kind of DC universe, and they wanted to bring yeah. on a fresh, fresh face, a person who brings different perspectives and things like mm. that. Well, that never worked out, but that didn't stop Ava DuVernay because she went on and um, she was behind. She produced. Remember White Tiger? We watched this on Netflix. That uh, that film oh, yeah, set yeah, in yeah. India. And it was called White yeah, Tiger. Yeah. So she, Ava mm. DuVernay, her kind of film company was behind that. But check this out. One of her movies is being kind mm. of creating a storm. It's called Origin. And it's mm. having its world premiere at the Venice Film Festival. Uh, or it had okay. it just a couple of days ago, not, not too long ago. And it's going to be coming out in cinema. So that made history because Ava DuVernay mm. was the first African-American female director... Mm. to premiere a movie uh, at the Venice Film Festival. So it's 80-year history. Oh, okay. She was the first African-American. But she wrote, produced, and directed the biopic, uh, which is inspired um, by... Uh, it's, it's based on someone called Isabel Wilkinson. And um, it's basically this kind of, you know, biopic of this woman about how she deals with kind of race and how she deals mm. with love. And it's got a, a massive cast in here. Uh, John Berth, uh, Bernthor, Vera Farmiga, who we're going to, well, who's kind of connected to this uh, Conjuring universe. Yeah. Uh, Nick Offerman, Blair Underwood, Finn Wittrock. Um, so, uh, you know, whole, you know, a uh, bunch of stars. But I mean, I just thought to myself, oh my gosh. So eight year history of the Venice eight Film years, Festival. Yeah. This is the first time there's been a person of color mm. doing like a you know a lady. A lady, sorry, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, strange, isn't it? I, I'm surprised uh, it's taken that long, but mm. I guess the world in which we live. So maybe I shouldn't be surprised. But yeah, it's good. It's good yeah. on it. I, I, I haven't heard heard of that film, but I guess. Uh, definitely watch it when it comes yeah, out definitely um i think so as well i think it's probably a movie that we've got to watch but listen look we're yeah. going to finish up with movie news with this one so devout you know we're kind of fans of stranger things and a lot of people around the world are fans of stranger things uh yep. we kind of had season four which was only like about three episodes i want to say like they were only about three short, episodes, short, about short hour yeah. hour and a half long movie mm. basically so one of the actors in there finn wolfhard he is, um, this is how basically fast things grow, go in, obviously in Hollywood land, in La La Land. Right. So him, he's co-written, co-directed, co-created and co-starring in a slasher movie, which is going to be coming out at, uh, which has kind of had its premiere at uh, the Toronto International Film Festival just kind of like recently. But I just thought it was really interesting, the fact that this kid... Mm. Deval, he we saw him in Stranger Things as a kind of 11, 12 year old, yeah. and now he's directing his own movies. I mean, like, what's going he's, on? He's, he's good. I guess he's, he's much more than just just the face. A kid, a, a kid that we see in acting. Also, he was he in it as well. He was. He was. He may be in it, but I wonder how old he is in real life now. He probably is like maybe in his might be in his early twenties now. Maybe uh, you know, time flies when they're on screen. They really just grow up quick, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's good on him. Yeah, I, I mean, I that's just good. thought it was you just like, man, so, yeah, exactly. It's not easy, yeah. So, there's kind of like a um, you know, a lot of stuff that's going on, obviously, Toronto International Film Festival, and they usually kind of mm. when movies hit big over there, they kind of start to gain kind of Oscar buzz as well. So, yeah, yeah, when they start yeah. kind of uh, you know, standing ovation over there, and then people yeah. start kind of paying attention, and then it moves on to this film festival, that film festival. So, we'll see what mm. happens with with all stuff, and we'll keep you posted. But yeah, I just wanted to put it out there. 21, he's gonna be 21 in December, 21. so he's he's, he's uh, no, he's gonna, he's gonna be yeah, he's gonna be 21, he's 20 at the moment. No, so, no, hold on, 2023, yeah, he's gonna be 21. Wow, yeah. so Ooh. he's already yeah. carving out this kind of career yeah. for himself as this, you know. And slasher kind of movie kind of makes sense because he's in that kind of Stranger Things mold, right? Exactly. So he yeah, doesn't want to yeah. kind of do anything kind of different. Um, but yeah, it's called Hell of a Summer. It's a slasher movie and um, it follows camp counselors who are being stalked by a masked killer. So kind of think mm. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Think, uh, Jason exactly. Voorhees and... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remember Kill Street? No, was it um, Fear Street? Remember that one? Fear Street, yes. That that uh, three movies, isn't it? Kind of, it. yeah, kind of it's got yeah. that kind of vibe to it as well. So when it comes out, we'll have a watch of it and we'll see what happens. Uh, all right, let's do a new one streaming. So I know Deval and uh, you've been watching this and I, mate, I just have not been able to fit this in. Now, is that saying something? Uh, hmm. well, I'll tell you who's saying something. Sandra's saying yes, something. Yes, we know, yeah. And we, had a, we had a message into Instagram. Uh, I'll just read through maybe read through, a mate. couple of comments, but... Uh, some basically we were talking about how some of the characters are not the same in the show car, the animation to, compared to the live action. And Zandra was saying something similar happens with a show car, uh, but only a show the character uh, she thinks is similar. It's just a, a bit of a difference, but she feels that Sabine and Hera uh, are uh, the same as in Rebels in the, in the animation. And this is something that I so far haven't had the connection with. Uh, some of the characters I feel are a bit, I don't know, the, the difference that I'm expecting, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm expecting too much, yeah. but the mm. characters, the way they're exhibiting themselves on, on the screen, 
maybe maybe my expectations are so much that it's maybe not make not, not allowing me to enjoy it as much and right. i just need to relax maybe yeah and enjoy the ride you know but so far i'm, I'm enjoying it yeah uh i think there's more to come there's four episodes i think that's that four so this fourth was fourth, this this was the fourth episode that just came out on Wednesday. I think so, yeah, fourth episode. I think I think there's only six. I think okay, I can't remember. So a couple more, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so far, yeah, you're you're seeing, uh, you know, we all know what Shoka's capable of. We're seeing Sabine kind of trying to learn her, you know, Jedi skills again. Yeah. I actually forgot. I forgot she was doing that Jedi training, and yeah. she's a Mandalorian. So it's really interesting seeing a Mandalorian with a lightsaber. Yeah. And, all that sort of thing. So, because they're, yeah, be, they're supposed to be enemies, aren't they? Mandalorians uh, no, and no, Jedi. No. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, I don't know if enemies is the right word, okay. but there's a there's a, there's a bit of a friction in the mm. relationship. Mandalorians are very, very proud and a bit like think of think of Wolverine sort of character mm. or what's his name from uh, Chronicles of Riddick. You know the yeah the, uh, um, Vin Diesel Furies. Yeah, the Furians, yeah, yeah, the Furians. Like those sorts of characters don't really make friends easy, do they? Yeah. But they don't always mean the bad. lone wolves. But yeah, so exactly the lone wolves. But I think with this uh, Ahsoka series, I want to see when uh, the blue face guy, what's his name, Grand Admiral Thrawn, yeah, when he gets introduced into it because he's a big bad. He's the guy that he doesn't ramp in a, in the in the sort of comics and so on. He is worse than what we've probably seen, seen on animation yeah, yeah so he's and a what big about, guy that, and what about ray steven's character yeah so far he's been quite mild so mm. I mean, he's, he's had a few interactions but he is he's a, he seems like a good he's character a jedi. A good he's villain. a jedi isn't he yeah he's a jedi he's a jedi of his word mm. well he sorry he was a jedi but he has jedi he has you know the his force. force okay he's of his word because something happens in this episode where he has the chance to kill one of the one of the goodies one of the rebels uh and he doesn't because he says he says something to them he gives them his word and he sticks to it so i kind of respect him for that he you know yeah i respect him for that so yeah he's an interesting character but i'm not sure how much more we're going to see of him knowing that grand grand admiral thrawn is the person that yeah so yeah, I'm still looking forward to seeing what happens with okay. this one. Let's see what happens next. All right, we'll catch up with that one then. All right, okay, let's move on. Now, this one, this is giving in a lot of, obviously, news. Uh, so, Top Boy began, was it Channel 4 that it began in, yes. on in the UK? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so yes. this was yes. a show that began in the UK, and it was cancelled after about a couple of seasons. And then, from the most unlikeliest of places, mm. it had a huge fan in uh, in Drake. So, singer, yes. you know, artist, Drake, he watched it. I don't know how he watched it. Maybe he was over in the UK or something, or someone must, you know, might have mentioned Canada. it to him. In Canada, Canada yeah. they were showing it. Yeah, Maybe watched, BBC yeah. over there or whatever. Uh, sorry, Channel Four. Link, isn't it? It's the UK link of Canada and, yeah, and England. I yeah. Think. yeah. So he watched it, and then he was a big champion of of the show, and he was like, "Hang on a second, this thing can't be cancelled." Mm. So he has a part to play in it being on Netflix, right? Big part. Yeah. So he helped with the. Uh, with promote not promoting with pitching mm. uh, the the show to Netflix uh, to get it back on the sh- back on the screens after seven or eight years that wow. it had not been you know had been cancelled. So yeah, this started up again. Uh, I've seen all of it. Mm. Uh, this is the last chapter. So after this, there's no there's more. There's no top more Top Boy. Boy. So oh shit! Yeah. So, so no like spin-offs now. or anything like that. 
I don't know about that. There's okay. space for that. Yeah. Whether it happens or not, I don't know. But I must say, in this last chapter, everything happens. <laughs> yeah. They make it a last chapter. Really? So that's what I'm going to say. It's only, it's only five, no, five, it's five or six episodes. It's really short. Yeah. I think it's five or six, one of them. But yeah, it's could a lot they, happens, Listen, Devout, this might sound silly, but could there be a, a, a Top Girl show? Yes, there could, because in this, there are girls mm. or women that are in the, in, in, in the... In that world. In that world. And they are just as... As ruthless. Powerful. Yeah, yeah exactly. In their own different ways, perhaps. But yeah, they, they're there. So they could be. Could be. But uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Let's see if what happens with that happen. one. Go yeah. check it out. Listen, if you're not, if you haven't seen Top Boy, it's honest, good. obviously, it's obviously, it's yeah, good. there's the stuff in there where you might think, oh, but this is kind of like UK, this is based in the UK, but mm. the themes are universal. Yeah. Uh, and if someone like Drake, you know, can kind of relate to that stuff, you know, more than likely there might be things in there which, you know, we all might mm. be able to relate in this. So go check it out. That's uh, yeah. a show grown Top Boy. Now let's do trailers. We've got some, pff, mate, some of these trailers are mad. Uh, mm. Some crazy ones here. But let's speak about this one first. This is The Book of Clarence. And, man, I've got to just say one thing. I didn't even know this thing was was out, this was coming. But, I mean, you put it up on there and I had to type it in. I started watching it. This looks great. Uh, directed by James Samuel. Now, James Samuel, he was the director of The Heart of They Fall, which is this Western yes. movie that came yes. out on Netflix, which I really, really liked. Had yeah. Idris Elba, Lakeith Stanfield. They had kind of, um, what's her name? Um, she won the Oscar. Um, Regina. Oh, man. Regina Hall. Yeah, man. She's Regina great. Hall. Yeah, mm. Regina King, I think. Regina King, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So this one, so James Samuel, he's back, Lakeith Samuel's back, and he is, it kind of reminded me, it's, like, it's a comedy, it's kind of like biblical, because it's set in the biblical times, it's set in the times of Jesus Christ, mm. which, when you think about it, Devout, it's just like, you know, th the way that kind of this director, the way he's looking at things is just kind of really deep. It's like, okay, let's go back. Let's go back mm -hmm. to biblical times and let's try and tell a story and let's try and kind of link this to kind of you know, one of the great stories ever told, the story of obviously Jesus. Um, mm. And let's try and kind of fit in. Let's put a message in there as well. So Lakeith mm -hmm. Stanfield, he's, he plays Clarence and he wants to be the second Messiah. And oh. there's loads of shit going on in this movie, man. What did you make of it? It's mad. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, I've heard of this sort of thing being spoken about in the past was, I guess the premise is that, uh, that Jesus, you know, yeah. all the miracles and stuff like that. And in that time, like turning water to wine and mm. doing certain things, like it's just, it's mad. It's a yeah. miracle. Yeah. And the keep Stantor's character sees this and he wants to, he wants some of that. <laughs> He wants some of that, yeah. you know, some of that awe and that it, he goes in around very modern, to in a very, And that's a very modern thing as well. You might see something like yeah. on TikTok or on like yeah, social media, exactly. like, I want to be like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he goes around mimicking these or trying to mimic these miracles, mm. but doing them in a way that obviously he's a trick. And then, yeah, he gets deeper and deeper into it. Mm. Where in the, in the trailer, you'll see it becomes interesting. But yeah, this is a film that I'm definitely going to watch. I don't know if it's going to be on YouTube or if it's going to be on, uh, sorry, not yeah. YouTube. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be on Netflix, Netflix or cinema or where, but either way, this I've is, got to watch this, this has yeah. to be seen. It's yeah, got to, to be seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's a bit in there Alex, where um, yeah. we don't see, I think it's maybe, maybe we don't see this in the trailer, but Jesus is black. 
Um, but he's black, isn't he? In I this, could, I couldn't see. I couldn't see. I, I, I looked at that. I thought, I thought, you know what? They're gonna make Jesus black, black. or at least they're gonna make him look uh, darker or brown or Cause, something. Cause, yeah. They're not gonna make him blonde and blue eyed kind of thing, you know? Exactly. But, uh, I didn't get to. I didn't get a clear look, so I wasn't sure. But mm. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. It'd be interesting just to see. But that was, you know, man it's of funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, funny kind of. You know, um, uh, definitely kind of messages in there. Um, mm. So go check that one out. That's called the Book of Clarence. Now this other one. Oh my gosh, bringing it back to the UK. This is Deval. When you sent this to me, you were like, "Check this out." I was just like, "What in the tarnations is this?" This is some other, some motherhood, and um, motherhood. Yeah. yeah, this is some motherhood. And like, you know, we've had movies like Kidhood, we've had like, you know, yeah. adulthood, uh, adulthood and, and stuff like that. And Top Boy, we spoke about Top, Top Boy just Boy. a few seconds ago, and this is the comedy <laughs> version of Top Boy. <laughs> The most comedy version of that boy. It's it mad. It's mad. It's and mad. I watched it and I was just like, I gotta watch this. I don't know how I'm gonna watch it, but I'm gonna watch it. But I mean, yeah, tell us a, what is it like what what can you like in this do it? Um what is there anything out there like this? I don't know. It is. I mean, this is basically Top Boy and Adulthood mixed up. It's got mm. Adam Deacon, who was part of uh, uh, the adulthood, adulthood adulthood, yeah. as well as uh What's his name? Noel Clark, I think, was also he. Mm. He directed those films. Adam Deacon directs this one, also writes and also stars in it. He's getting paid three times. Based in London, massive comedy about some guys that you know going out doing crime and stuff, and they have to try and get money and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And it's just lots of characters involved in this. Lots of people that, if you're from the UK, you would recognise. Yeah. Some of these actors and people that are not actors, you've got politicians in this as well. <laughs> Wait, exactly. Musicians, Ed, Ed Sheeran. Ed, Ed Sheeran's in, in this. And just, it seems like a, everyone's everyone yeah. is in this in some kind of comedic way. Mm. So it looks interesting. This is going to be coming out. Uh, when's it coming out? It's coming out soon. It's coming out uh, soon, right? Yeah, next few months. So, yeah, it's uh, going to come out for you way before it time it comes over here. So I don't know how I'm going to watch it, but <laughs> definitely want to watch that one. Uh, it's called Some Motherhood, which is great. Yeah. Now, this one, this next movie, keeping it in with the kind of horror, kind of, you know, vibe over here. No one will save you. And again, Devout, this is something that came like out of nowhere. I just kind of had a look at it on YouTube, but this looks good, man. And you get kind of like home invasion movies, but this is, it's not a typical home invasion. And they basically say that in the trailer. So what is it? Is it, I don't know, is it an alien invasion? Is it kind of like a people at home invasion? We don't know. The trailer gives you clues and hints. And, you know, there's one person, there's a kind of like an end of the world scenario as well. She's on her own. Is she on her own, Devout? I don't know. I don't get it. The world's ended. Mate, this looks like a, this, looks, this, this reminds me of kind of like a 10 Cloverfield yes. Lane, but an alien abduction version. This yep. looks intimate. Mm. I don't think there's many characters in this. This has got the same girl that was in Dope Sick, which I only saw recently. Yeah. And there's no talking. Uh, there's no, oh man. There's this no talking like in this. This looks frightening because mm. alien abductions, any abduction, anyone that enters your home, yep. whether they're from round a corner, whether they're from space, <laughs> it's going to be shit scary. Yeah. And this looks good. Yeah. This looks low budget, but high quality. Yes, kind of like quiet that. place. Almost. Oh, you said it. Yeah, exactly oh, like that. Because yeah, there's some. Because yeah. she's not. There's no talking yeah. in this trailer. It's yeah. just literally no, just her no. running, no. trying to save her ass, like you know, type of thing. Mm. Exactly. It's good, man. And this is coming out on, I believe it's Disney Plus because it says Hulu. Hulu. So it's coming out uh, in September 22nd mm. on Hulu. 
So I think that's a Dis- I think that's Disney Plus. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah, this Hopefully is looking. That comes out really soon, and we can kind of watch Caitlin that one. Diva. Caitlin yeah. Dever is her name. That that's the main star in this. Yeah. Uh, the, the director Brian Duffield was also involved with Underwater. Mm. The Babysitter, Insurgent. So those sorts of films, especially yeah. the Underwater, claustrophobic. You know, and Insurgent with stuff. as well. Is it kind of alien isn't it, or something? I think sci-fi, so. end of the world so. type of thing. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, sci-fi kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. this, yeah, looking good, man. It's looking good. Looking so good. we'll definitely put that on the watch list and we'll obviously yeah. watch that for you and let you know how that goes. Now this one, uh, the bike riders. So I, was, I didn't know what to expect with this one. So I just obviously popped it on and had a look. Tom Hardy, uh, but, um, what's his name again? Um, he played Elvis. Oh, oh my gosh. Butler, I think. Austin, 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 Austin. Butler. Yeah, so the actor Austin. who played Elvis Presley in the Elvis biopic just kind of last year, he stars in this. And Jodie Comer, who's British, oh, but I mean, her accent. Comedian Comer. She's a chameleon coma. She's she, her accents, man. Crazy. Her accent game is just kind of like crazy, man. Uh, so about this, based on a true story set in Chicago in the 1960s about this biker, biker gang about, and about, you know, how they basically small time and then they grow big time. They start getting into Mm. drugs, prostitution, Hell's Angels Angels kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, about this one guy, you know, this, uh, you know, Buttfield guy, um, sorry, not Buttfield, (laughs) um, uh, I don't know what I'm saying now. But about his character, <laughs> Elvis. <laughs> I'm just thinking of a butt with a field on it now. Imagine a butt. Someone bent over and they've got a butt and it's got grass. a field on it with <laughs> meadows and all kinds. The, back, the grass back's on crack. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're right. So Elvis. So Elvis is about him and his relationship with obviously, you know, he gets married and he's sucked oh, into this world and gosh. Tom Hardy is kind of like he's like, you know, the get the leader of the bike biking gang and he mm. he mm. wants him in and he doesn't want in or you know, some sort of tension going to the but it looks interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Looks decent. Good yeah. accents as well from Jody Coma, as usual. Yeah. And Tom Hardy as well. So yeah, it looks all right. Yeah, it's sounding gruff there. All right, listen, look, those are your movies. Those are your trailers. Let's move on to Anniversary Corner. Now listen, Deval, which one are you going to go for? Because yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. tell you the reason why. Because I I watched The Conjuring just last night. Did you? Oh, you're brave, man. Mate, you're brave. I had to. I watched I'm the nun. Of that. I'm scared. I, mate, can I just, um, we're going to speak, listen, whether or not we speak about it now, we'll, I need to link in the conjuring to the nun. Okay. All right. So Talk you, but you, yeah, no, no, you go, you go, you go. Hey, okay. Let's do the conjuring. I'm, I might even touch on the other one as well, but the conjuring 10 years ago, 2013. Come on, man. We all know what it's about. It launched, well, helped launch the Conjuring universe, Annabelle, the nun, all that kind of stuff. You know, James Wan and uh, is it Lee Winnell and all, you know, Blumhouse. Yeah, Blumhouse, I think it is all involved. It's a decent film based on a true story. You know, the... uh, The the Warrens. The the Warrens. Oh, man. It's a good film. The scares in that. The (laughs) Is in that mate, mate. Uh, I honestly, I, I haven't watched it again because I'm scared. That's the truth, mate. I've not watched it again because I'm scared. Listen, mate. There was I when I watched it again. I was like, holy mm. shit, man! Mm. This mm. this stuff mm. in here mm. is really mm. nasty. Um, mm. So listen, if you haven't seen The Conjuring, that should definitely be on your watches. Yeah. And you know, obviously, fan. You know, 
if you're not a fan of horror, then obviously you're not going to go watch it. But it's still got something deep inside of it and unsettling as well. So if you can go out and watch it. Now, what's this other one that you put on there? Just quickly touch on this one. Yeah, just a real quick one. It's, I think I might have mentioned it in a hidden hidden gem years mm. ago. But Martyrs, it's the it's the French Canadian film. I think uh, so. 2008, uh, and this one is this is this yeah. film is so deep. It's so Martyrs is like it's basically about people that uh, people that want to find out the meaning of life, oh. life after death, life after death. They want to know what happens life after death, and they That's go deep. about it. In the, they go about it in the most extreme way to find out what happens after you die. Oh shit! And, they, and then Martyrs is what they call the people that they used that- to find out the answer mm. but this film starts off in a way that you just don't expect it's ever going to end in this way oh, man. this film is one of the most craziest scariest bloodiest <laughs> uh dare i say beautiful yeah uh intimate wow uh, shocking it's been banned in many countries yes uh martyrs is a film that is not for the faint heart if oh, you don't like war, if you don't like things that are shocking don't watch this film oh you know it's so funny i just typed it in right i just typed it in and it says there's there's a thing that comes up on google search why to watch and this is three words cruel graphic and gruesome oh my gosh oh my gosh this film is cruel. there's one beautiful moment in it but apart from that it's yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. 15 years. Don't watch the American version. That came out recently. Watch this one, 2008. It's it's in French. Yes, it's in French. French French Canadian or something, but it's in French. It's not English. Again, we're going international. International. Get out your passports. Don't just get stuck in America and England on Netflix. Go and venture out. Watch different stuff. This is actually on Amazon. Well, for me anyway, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, is it? Yeah, the 2008 version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one to watch. All right. Okay. So listen, look, folks, go, go check those movies out if you haven't seen them. Now, listen, look, this move, you know, we move nicely into kind of our film reviews. So Deval, do you want to do cob? Yeah, do cobweb, you're going to do cobweb yeah. first, right? So do that first cobweb, and then we can yeah. focus on the nun. Yeah. Yeah. I did quick on the cob- cob- cobweb. Uh, the cobweb I watched a week ago. Mm. Uh, this, this is a horror film that stars Anthony Starr, pun intended. Mm. Uh, the guy that we know as Homelander in yep. The Boys. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan. Uh, Cleopatra Coleman is also in this film. It's directed by Samuel Bodin or, or Baudin, if he's French, I'm not mm. sure. Uh, what's he done before? He's done Tank. He's done Lazy, uh, Lazy Company TV series. He's done uh, a short for Batman. Uh, relatively unknown director, mm. but sometimes they're the best because yep. they're fresh, they're new, and they want to impress. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so he's done those films. But this Cobweb is a film about two parents, uh, Anthony Starr, Lizzie Kaplan. They've got a son, uh, and they're really protective over their son mm. a bit too much. Oh, God. Uh, he stays in his room quite a lot. He does go to school. He's a bit, uh, he's not, uh, he doesn't integrate well with other, other kids. He gets bullied at school. Uh, but when he's in his room at home, uh, he hears things in the wall. Oh, he's been hearing a voice in the wall. It keeps him up. There's some sh- scary, and even the house is a bit, the house isn't bright. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to save on their electricity bill. You know, we all know times are hard. Financial crisis, mate. Yeah. Things are not bright in the house. Very dark and 
eerie and the parents are a bit weird <laughs> they are a little bit weird they're not the most <laughs> welcoming parents yeah they're a bit weird the mum is like really highly strung you can you can both you can see there's a history there right and we don't know what this history is until later but then it makes sense as to why they act the way they act i gotcha so i'm not going to give you too much about the boy's it but not real. Think, oh, no no i'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say that <laughs> yeah but uh he, he hears things in the walls in his room bit by bit he finds out that there's something oh god in the house with them there's oh. something in the house with them and he wants he's scared but also this thing kind of tricks him yeah. being his friend his imaginary friend yeah which yeah. no one else believes exists his friend at school doesn't believe it oh my god and it tells him to do certain things oh. and but there's also a teacher a substitute teacher at the school yeah he's very nosy but she cares <laughs> <laughs> she comes to the house she wants to check on him because he, he's been drawing rare drawings yeah. at home and she's like oh does he need help what's wrong and the parents are like nothing nothing's wrong nothing's wrong you shouldn't be coming to our house it's all that kind of thing you know yeah, yeah. so the parents so that teacher is very nosy she keeps coming back and back and she pays for it <laughs> oh, no. but uh, but yeah it's like bit by bit we find out a bit more about oh, what, what is in the house so it's the house that is demonic i'm not saying anything i'm not going to okay. spoil it for people that are going to watch it yeah but it's not as simple as you think oh. there's a bit more to it and even when you find out what it is in the house that is the horror mm-hmm. you're like what how <laughs> like how is this possible like what's yeah. going on yeah and but the thing that I did mention the boy got bullied at school. Right, yeah. Bullied at school, and he lashes out against the bullies because this thing tells him fight back, which right. he does. And because there's going to be bad to some consequences for that. Yes, the consequences are one day in Halloween, happened to be Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. These boys come to the house, and oh, what happens? Oh, what yeah. happens at the house? Yeah, it's a house a of horrors. Mess. Oh. Because this thing. <laughs> there you go devout devout for the people who are obviously you know they uh, he's just... you think of a think of a hot knife through butter <laughs> think of a cheese going through a cheese grater oh. think of like you know mashing mashed potatoes this kids. thing just you know what that's one thing i respect about this film <laughs> anytime i know it sounds bad yeah after last week we watched sound of freedom this is different <laughs> but anytime i see horror films not like giving kids yeah, a free a, pass. A free pass. <laughs> I respect it because if, if the horror, if the monster is that bad, they will deal with kids. Deal with everyone. <laughs> everyone gets it. In this film, everyone gets it. That's all I'm, I'm going to leave it there. Okay, brilliant. I'm going to leave it there. Short and sweet. Cobweb is an intimate, low budget, very mm. low budget, but high quality horror film. Yeah. Uh, hour and a half it's really quick gets to the point and it's decent it's okay it's not yeah. great it's not shit it's somewhere in between but it's decent they're not, they they're, not they're not showing the it here they're not showing it they're here not, I'm not surprised yeah it's, not it's surprised. just so weird but here's, here's the surprising thing I just had a quick look Seth Rogen is behind this yes he was part of the production team I'm, I'm not surprised that Anthony Starr 
is the star because of this because of Seth Rogen is also in, behind, involved um, in The Boys. In The Boys mm. as well. He's, he's behind yeah. that. So that's in really interesting. Yeah. All right, so go check yeah. that one out. That's called Cobweb. Yeah. <clears throat> And that fits in nicely because, you know, Deval, you know, he, uh, you know, we've been speaking about the Conjuring universe ever since, basically. So mm. uh, Conjuring, uh, we've already mentioned before, came out in 2013. So it's already been 10 years for that. And yeah. and the lot would, can you just remind our listeners again, when was the last time we saw a Nun movie? When was that? When did that first one come out? Oh, the first Nun, that was, oh my gosh, that was like five years God, so it's ago. been a while then. Ago? Yeah, 2018, five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's, it's been yeah. a while. And so yeah, with each wow. of those movies, they kind of expanded those stories uh, really, really kind of well. Like, you know, we got to see kind of bits and pieces, this this creepy nun, you know, this, you know, very kind of weird looking face that was appearing in the other movies. And then we kind of find out, uh, you know, who this is and where it's come from. And, you know, we got to have the nun, which was, in my opinion, Deval, it was probably the weakest one, right? Up to yeah. that point, it, it, it was. Like, i got to say, like, you know, we'd, we'd already seen The Conjuring, The Conjuring 2 and everything, and Annabelle. So those, they're kind of really kind of creepy, really well-made movies. And then this came along and it tells the backstory of, you know, this demon, uh, you know, where it started kind of, you know, terrifying people and why it started terrifying people. And then we started, you know, it being sent, set in Romania. So there was all that going on. And this one, The Nun 2, which has just been released, it kind of follows on with that. So The Nun from, uh, the demon from the first one had, hasn't been dealt with. And nope. it, it comes back via uh, a character from the first movie. So if you haven't seen the first movie, then you have to basically go and watch that to kind of find the connection, you know, with this movie. So I'm trying to kind of skirt around this whole thing. So there's a character from there, which, you know, leads into this one. But more, most importantly, it brings back Sister... Uh, Irene, is it? Is it Sister Irene? Her name is Irene. Irene. Yeah, I, yeah Irene. But so, it's Irene. Yeah. So Sister Irene. So she's back now. It's we, you know we fast forward a few more years and it's set in France and she works at a monastery and she you know she's quiet. She's kind of you know stoic and she gets on well with her life, devoting her life to obviously God and everything. And then we have Storm Reed and I was just like, we you know what they want to like you know they're bringing in a new character. They had they didn't explain why Storm Reed was in this and why she's come from America and why she had to leave america mm. to come to france that wasn't kind of explained but they mm. do touch upon the kind of racism in the south and something happened with storm reed's character and you know she kind of sought kind of safety you know in the church and everything so that was kind of interesting but but basically you know the demon's back people start dying and then you know before long sister irene she's called to investigate and then that's where we start to kind of get all the stuff that's going on so deval for me, first up, um, there was one scene in there. Now, you mentioned kids. There was one scene in the movie where I thought this was really well done. There's a bit in the movie, right, where a kid... I have to just mention this, right? So there's going to be spoilers here. The ki a kid, a French kid, girl, you know, 13, 14 years old, she goes to deliver some food. She's like, oh, bonjour, bonjour. She starts knocking on the door. No one answers the door. She's just about to walk away and then the door kind of slides open. So she goes in. Blah, blah, blah. And then she can hear something. And that noise, Deval, oh my God. It's this, <laughs> this sort of <laughs> noise going on. And she gets dealt with this poor little girl who's delivering mm. food. And I thought, rah. I said, this is great. 
This is what mm. you meant. You just mentioned from Cobweb, the demon deals with this kid in horrific way, whatever. So I thought, okay, this time they, they mean business. And then I was waiting for them to kind of, you know, work on that and build on that kind of thing. And then I got to say, it just didn't happen for me. There were some bits mm. which were creepy. There were some kind of, you know, um, atmospheric, let's say, you know, they, they, you know, but then at one point it, it moves into kind of a creature feature. Okay, you, you know, yeah, the bit yeah, what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, you know, yeah. they, they start yeah. moving into this thing where, you know, they, they're hiding from this thing and then it starts becoming kind of like, oh, this is, you know, it could be, you know, um, you know, they, it could be like, you know, obviously fant fantastical as well, kind of kind of fantasy movie as well and stuff like that. So then it kind of moved in that mm. realm and then it kind of lost me a bit. And I don't know, it just didn't maybe have the scariness. And then what happened was a few days later, Deval, I had to go back and watch The Conjuring because I wanted to figure out exactly how this all started off. And i got to say one thing, man, The Conjuring, mm. oh my gosh, man, is a far superior movie because... Mm of the way that they kind of build attention, build attention. They drop in these little small mm. little things, the hand clapping, the demon that's sitting at the top of the room on top of the uh, wardrobe, yeah. nasty stuff going on. And like, you know, <laughs> the nun doesn't have that. <laughs> it is. It is no. nasty, man. Like, you know, the, the being possessed and like possession and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it just kind yeah, of didn't yeah. have that. So for me, yeah, expands the Conjuring universe, expands the Nun universe. We find out what happens to the characters from the first movie, Nun. And then we kind of see yeah. obviously what goes on. But we still don't know how it leads on to the Conjuring. Because that's still got to come yet. Yeah. You're right, and do you know what? I, I I agree. It was a be it was yeah, better than the first yeah. one. I think the first one I think was really poor, yeah, and it just was lacking. This one, I think they they tried to let us know from the get go that they're gonna like yeah. anyone can go. This 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 nun is powerful. This nun got the priest to go up in the air like that, and it set the man on fire. And I was like, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on, hold on. If this thing can do that, everyone then everyone should be dead. Yeah, everyone should be dead basically. Yeah. And I think it, it dealt with, the, I think another little boy got yeah. dealt with. And I was like, hold on a second. This film is really not messing around. It heard us when we said yeah. we're not having none of it. They heard us <laughs> in the, with the first review. I'm hoping that, but yeah, I think it was better. It was better. I, I, I agree with you. The Storm, Storm Reed's character. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was like a pursuit yeah. kind of situation. Just get a, get a sister yeah. in there kind of thing. But her history doesn't really i don't know what she was kind of there for uh i'm not saying her performance wasn't wasn't good or anything like that but yeah i don't know maybe we'll have maybe sort of she'll have something possibly, to do with it yeah another time yeah maybe but uh, it was good to see the link between mm, maurice the, Frenchie, the, the, yeah. the french guy from the first film frenchy to this film and i'm liking uh tessa, 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 tessa or Tiesa, Farmiga, right? uh farmiga yeah the sister of vera farmiga uh, they mm. know their horror. They've got a good horror kind of yeah. reaction, face, good aesthetics for the horror sort of uh, world. And she's doing good as a nun as well. Um, but yeah, there's no, yeah, there was a bit too much running around and going from this room to that room. And <laughs> I'm just going to spoil it anyway. Do but, it, do it, but, <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> the, 
one bit that was really scary for me and because I because I because you know my, my history with uh, the goat man the goat man oh, film yeah. mate, yes no I know what you I mean I don't know years ago I did a little short film called who was the goat man and it's uh, still on YouTube type in who is the goat man it's created in like a found mm. footage way so there's even no titles it's there to sort of yeah. make people think is this real because where I used to live there was uh, you know a myth that the mm. goat man was in the forest so in this film, we actually go to the forest and explore it. And through my research, I found out that this is something that happens in different cultures, whether it's Greek, Arabic, there's a half man, half goat creature. And in this film, The Nun 2, you see a goat man <laughs> yeah. kind of situation that's running around chasing the kids. <laughs> and this goat man you know looks what? There's, really a bit, good. there's a bit in there, right, where she's doing the flashlight and then she sees, noticing, and then all of yes. a sudden, like, I'm like, holy yes. shit, man. I'll be shitting oh. myself. I'll be shitting myself. So, but what's the thing? What's the goat thing, thing got look- to do? It's so, I, uh, so, so the demon is controlling the goat. Yeah. I think, I, 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 I want to know what's the, what's the upper limit and lower yeah. limit of this thing's powers. Because it can be in one place and still do stuff in another place. It can make mm. you see things, it's hear mad. things. It's mad powerful. I think the goat man from was the from window the, the, the window pane because the goat di- disappeared from there and became a reality. It's mad. I want to know what powers <laughs> this, these things yeah. have because this nun. So here's powerful, the thing, though. Yeah, there were some, there were some scary moments. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and listen, and you can already kind of know this, Deval, because there's going to be a part. There has to be a part three because we need to know the link. Because how how do the Warrens? Because mm. we need to know how do they? Because Maurice, the Frenchie it obviously comes back because Maurice is the one that's in The Conjuring at the beginning because I, I re-watched The Conjuring and you know Are you serious? Yes. No, no. Hold Mate, on, hold on. In Conjuring yeah, 1, Maurice. Conjuring 1, he's basically the footage. You know, they, the Warrens, they do kind of like a talk at a oh, university. Shit. Are you sh- <gasps> oh, that's him. Oh. Listen, they must have investigated what's happening, what happened with his story. That must be the link then. Just the fact they investigated it. Yeah, because he's, but he's in that footage, he's older. Yeah. Maurice is older. It's not the same actor, it's someone else. So they've got to now jump from the 1960s or 50s, whatever this was set to the 70s or whatever. Um, And then they've got to deal with Maurice because it's an exorcism that uh, the Ed Warren, he talks about it. He says what she saw, yeah. she saw something that was so bad that she goes, she went into a room and she never came out for eight days. But it was the Who's next day. Ex- his, uh, uh, his wife, Lorraine Warren. Is it Lorraine? Yeah. So something happens oh in my. that exorcism. Okay. And I guess they're probably oh. going to lead up to that. That's good. You know, that's good information. That's yeah. good information. That means... Okay, so now I need to watch. I'm scared to watch it again. The Conjuring. Oh, I'm scared. Mate, that movie. I might, I might need to watch it again somehow. Yeah. So there's it's a bit when they're giving a talk at university and they start talking mm. about this exorcism. Yeah. And, you know, his name was Maurice. He was a French. He was from Romania. And like, you know, um, so I was like, holy shit, they they've connected it. So now we've got to get a part three because I now I want to know what how do they connect mm. from the Nun Two to the Conjuring. Oh, we'll, we'll find out because a little bit of a spoiler, there was a bit of a end credit scene where... Yes, they get uh, a phone call. Yeah, we see the Warrens get a phone call 
and it's I guess it's present, not present day, but it's you know the time time a different time period mm. and uh i wonder what that phone call is and who it is is it linked oh so to then what? that might be that that, that could be then be. The, the the exorcism mm. that that could Possibly. be it then. yeah maybe 20 years has passed and now they have to exercise this uh this frenchy guy you know what this universe is just expanding and this director Mad. uh what's his name something chavez michael chavez yes uh, he directed la llorona no la, or something. la llorona he directed uh, Conjuring Three, and he also mm. directed uh, another. Well, this as well. Yeah, he had directed the Nun. So, two. remind me again, what was the Conjuring Three again? What was that one? That was the one, the story in America where the guy said he was possessed and he killed people, and in the courtroom he said the devil made him do it. Like it's the, it's the first case where it was uh, like a documented reason in in the trial, oh. and that's what they said. That's what. Like you know, the pros- the defense team said this is a reason, and uh, yeah, he yeah, that, and he, and he actually he got he got put in, yeah, he done time in prison. I don't think it was as long as it could have been, mm. uh, because they had I think I think they saw diminished responsibility of some sort. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it made history in America. This was back yeah. in the. And here's here's the thing. This is how this kind of universe works because in the Conjuring Part Two, mm. uh, the Warrens obviously they go to England and everything, yeah. and um, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of like you know you've been there, haven't you, mate? Mate, <laughs> all I'm gonna say is yeah, it was it was it was it's actually after a date, and yeah. I had to give the person a lift home. <laughs> they lived in Enfield in that area, and they lived on Green oh. Street. And right. I'd, 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 I'd watch... Wait, 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 devout, devout. Let's just rewind a bit. This is the actual street the actual that they show the... in uh, The Conjuring Part 2. So this is for uh, the people who are listening worldwide. Devout has, like, you know, he's been there. Like, oh, go, go, go on, you do it. Go I went there and I was like, I was putting it in the sat-nav and I was like, where do you live? <laughs> and I put it in and said, oh, I knew it was Enfield. And it said Green Street. And I was like... Green Street. I said, yeah. I was like, oh, what number? I said, tell me the number. I was like, how long have you lived here? Oh, I lived there. I lived there a few years. Do, do you know what happened in Green Street years ago? She was like, I love this. Yeah, but I don't believe in that stuff. And I was like, oh, holy shit! I lived home before the top the, of the road, mate. I don't even I pushed her, I pushed her out. Get out of the car. I'm not going home. <laughs> it was a rolling drop. <laughs> it's like, as the car's moving, the door opens. I'll see you later. Oh my gosh. I want no part oh, of it. No This part. is mad. This is crazy. <laughs> so in that one, so in that movie, the one oh, where it's set in man. England, mm. they, the Warrens, they find out the name of that demon, the nun. Yes. Yes. So it's that demon. Yes. So then now we have to figure out why is it that, like, because we, we, th- we thought it died. Like, it dies yeah. in none too. But die. obviously it comes back. Yeah, they definitely kill a spirit. I don't know. It's mad. I don't know. It's mad. I don't know what they'll do, but I mean, these movies, they've taken over a billion worldwide. Yeah. So listen, um, go check it out. It's be- like what Deval said. It's better than the second one. Uh, sorry, better than the first one. And it kind of expands that whole kind of universe. So um, if you love your horrors, go do that. Now, listen, Deval's going to speak about a uh, another movie. So this is a hidden gem. It's a recent hidden gem, but a gem nonetheless. 
And um, we've already spoken about kind of this international watching movies, not in the English language. So Deval, take it away. Let us know about your hidden gem, please. Yep. Uh, so this one, hmm, this one is Brazilian. Mm. Uh, and this one is called, where's the name of it? It's called Bacarau. Mm. Uh, Bacarau. So, oh my gosh, I came across this randomly uh, just, you know, when I'm watching films and, you know, whatever. And it's uh, 2019. Uh, it is a horror. It is a sort of social commentary. It is everything. It's got every mm. bit of genre in this two-hour film. Uh, it's in Portuguese language. Yeah. Uh, some of the actors in this film are not actually actors. They're people that live in this area. Mm. So then it was, it's going to be a quick hidden gem. I'm not going to go into too much detail about it because the less you know about it, the better. This yeah. is uh, set in a fictional place called Bacarau, and uh, it's about a community that are living their lives, doing their thing. They're not rich, you know. It's kind of like mm. just uh, sort of a rural community or town. Yeah. Uh, you know, people are living, doing their thing, uh, and all of a sudden, things, some weird things, start to happen. Mm. So. Uh, what's the first thing that happens that's quite weird uh they're getting followed by some people so some mm. strange people in the town uh that are sort of there they don't know who they are and stuff like that yeah and then one of the drivers that goes to collect water for the town mm-hmm. uh he has bullet holes in his van and he's in the truck they're not sure like what's going on what's, what's going on with these bullet holes what happened uh and then some people go and investigate and see these two bike riders mm. Uh, they're they're white. So the the the, the, cult, the community in this Bacarau they're very diverse. No Brazilian communities are quite diverse. You got the black yeah. ones. You got the sort of uh, indigenous European looking ones. Yeah, yeah. European ones sort of Amazonia kind of looking. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I'm just describing. I could be. I hope I'm not politically correct, but with what I'm saying, but just a diverse, you know, broad spectrum. That's what that's what the community looked like. Uh, but these bike riders are white. So they look out of place, kind of thing. They're wearing these funny track suits, and they're not speaking much. And they get a, people approach them and say, "What are you doing? Uh, do, do you have anything to do with this?" And before you know it, they shoot them dead. Oh my gosh! They shoot them dead, uh, and it's just a weird thing. And that's where shit starts to get real. But then we find out. Uh, also, just to rewind a little bit. Uh, a really weird scene happens in this film where people in the town are just living their life and whatever and then the local sort of councilman or MP uh, he's driving up to the town and someone says oh uh, MP Junior is coming and everyone hides because nobody wants anything to do with him nobody wants to vote for him this guy hasn't got their best interests at heart you can kind of feel it no one wants to speak to him he's there on the megaphone saying oh I've got food for you I've got money for you. I've got books for you. What, isn't this what we hear from, you know, from, from politics? I've yeah. got this for you. I've got that for you. Vote for me. Yeah. Really, they don't have their best interests at heart. Exactly. You kind of get the impression that this is like a social commentary kind of thing on yeah. what society is like. People that are down there are sort of seen as commodities because their yeah. votes get people like that in power. Elected, but really, yeah, exactly. They don't care for them. No. So bit by bit now we're seeing that these these uh these out these outsiders that shot the people they go to their little camp and you find that there's more of them oh, and they're basically 
conspiring on who they're going to kill that day, what's going to happen. And it's, you're thinking, hold on a second, they're talking about like a sport. It's almost like uh, the Hunger Games or something where it's a sport for them. They've now come to this town and they're about to play a sport that's going to involve people dying, basically. Yeah. You're like, what's going on here? What kind of film is this? <laughs> and the people now got a band together. The people right. had, there was, they had some trouble with other villages and now they're going to get together together because they've got to fight against this this craziness that's happening <laughs> yeah you know and uh there's also a flying saucer that's flying around what? Record, record it's weird recording Man. people that's been sent by the people that are there to try and you know play the government basically uh, the government yeah basically is that it's like an overwatch exactly it's like that this film is weird some of the <laughs> actors in this film you can tell on the actors yeah. Some of them are. There's certain scenes where uh, there's a couple of scenes I saw people looking at the camera. Let's be honest. They were looking at the camera. It's mad. There's certain scenes where people are just having sex. There's like oh, the town, there's a, there's a town prostitute. Everyone knows yeah. who she is. And yeah. even when the MP comes, he takes her. Is it? He takes her. He says, oh, I'll bring her back in two days. And no wow. one can do anything. It's, it's, no. This film is weird. Mad. Like you can see. The, the social commentary in society. Yeah. Maybe it's a yeah. bit inflated, but you can mm. see what they're trying to say. Yeah. You know, that basically, you know, uh, the land is basically being raped. The people yes. are being raped. Yes. They're oh literally my. in Brazil, Thank maybe you. around the world, man. The Amazon rainforest is being like, you know, Thanks. but here's the thing, you know, Deval, you know, you're mentioning this and you're, you know, you're saying all this sort of stuff. I, just, I was just having a quick look and um, it's got seven, it's rated. Yep. Yep, uh, yep. 7.3 on IMDb. Now, there's a guy, um, uh, really famous kind of um, Udo critic. Udo Kier. The German um, Udo Kier, he's in it. Yeah, Udo Kier, he's in it. Yeah, but there's a yeah. film critic called Roger Ebert and they're, mm. they're kind of Roger Ebert website. They've, it's like four stars. This this Wait. movie, everyone is saying this movie's it's, brilliant. It's a weird film. It's a good film. You'll never hear about it unless you come to the Flicksters. We tell you there about you this good cool thing. I came across it randomly. I never would have looked for something like this. No. Came across my path. It was meant to be found. But the shit that happens in this, you think, wow, it's oh, mad. And then you yes. find out the people that are there playing sport and killing people, who sent uh, them? Who, who sent, sent them? Exactly. Cohen, yeah. You know the, the answer. Government. Tell me. So it's mad. It's mad. Mad, mad. But that's, I'm going to leave it there. This is the hidden gem in its very nature. It's, it's even hidden more because it's not in English. so Exactly. So it won't be on the list of people. No, so listen, no. uh, again, another hidden gem that the Flicksters have brought to you. Keep it locked with us because obviously we've got more. We, you know, we pull those babies out, mm -hmm. out of the bag. So listen, look, we really, really hoped you enjoyed the show. Go check those movies out. And if you do watch them, let us know. Be like Sandra and get in touch with us on yep. Instagram. Let us know. Break it down for us. You know, mm. give us your take. Give us your perspective. And you could be on the show. Um, so, Deval, what we've got coming up? We've got uh, another Ooh. horror movie coming up next week, I think. Uh, we've got uh, the, the Pryro film. lives inside. Film. Oh, That's yeah. So, after. Death on the Nile. No, uh, not Death on the Nile. A haunting the haunted, in, Vesa, yeah, in Venice. Yeah, haunted in Venice. Yep. Uh, and then... The week after that, we've got It Lives Inside Us and also No One Will Save You. We've also yes. got uh, 
Gen Z or Gen V. Gen it's V called. is coming out next coming couple of weeks time. Late September. Oh, can't wait. There's bits and bobs coming out here and there, so you've got to keep an eye out. But if you don't, we'll let Pet you know. Pet Cemetery well. next month, but we'll, we'll obviously bring you all that. Mm. Uh, all right. Okay, listen up, folks. We hope you enjoyed the show. Get in touch with us, and we'll see you on the next one. Yep. Peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast. <laughs>